Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Niggas and friends, friends and niggas, where we're currently stuck inside sitting on a tricycle. <laughs> Corona getting on my nerves. <laughs> Going out of my mind. Thought shit was fine. Don't know if they're going to find a cure. Um, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I, today, am reporting to you live as... Leslie Jordan. And I am Shanice. And this is The Read. Thank you so much for coming back. I, too, am struggling with the fucking Rona. Like, I kind of feel like I'm settling into it, like I'm accepting it. But then also part of me is still, like, just still going fucking crazy because the world is upside down. I don't know. Yeah, my mind is just racing a million miles a minute and depression is kicking in and this past week has been a rough one and the devil has been trying to convince me that I don't deserve life as he does from time to time. But then God stepped in and he said, nigga, at least you ain't Teddy Riley. So... <laughs> Look what I'm going to do I in real life. You. Wow. <laughs> I mean, and I was going to you know be what, encouraging. Wow. <laughs> you are so real, Father. <laughs> but more on that later. You know what? I will text you later. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but welcome back, folks. Let's start things off with our usual black excellence. Got some great black folk to talk about. First of all, shout out to all of the black folk in the medical field, because a few times I do poke my head up and I see information about, um, you know, actual practices to find vaccines to actually help people in terms of the virus itself. Mm -hmm. Usually seeing... Uh, black woman who yep. was like, hey girl, so True. once again, True. I'll do it. Yep. Um, Since so. nobody else cares about humanity yeah. at large, we'll do it. Um, so shout out to all of you amazing black people in the uh, healthcare field, fighting and busting your ass and um, getting a dedicated whistle. Every 7 p.m. That's right. Over here on my blog. They've started honking the car horns in Harlem. So, you know, it's very serious now. <laughs> you know what? I've got headphones. And although typically I'm not just, you know, 
blasting this Emily King album you guys introduced me to at 7 p.m. Mm. I've learned to do it now Amen. just so yeah. that whistle doesn't drive me to drink. Um, <laughs> Amen. Good for you. But further Black Excellence this week, shout out to Michael Shea. Michael Shea, uh, major mm. comedian, yeah. Saturday Night Live writer and icon, um, posted the following on Instagram um, and announcing that he's paying a month's rent for the 160 apartments in his late grandmother's house. Oh my God. Yes. He said, it's crazy to me that residents of public housing are still expected to pay their rent when so many New Yorkers can't even work. Obviously, I can't offer much help by myself, but in the spirit and memory of my late grandmother, I'm paying one month's rent for all 160 apartments wow. in the NYCHA building she lived in. I know that's just a drop in the bucket, so I really hope the city has a better plan for debt forgiveness for all the people in the housing, in public housing, at the very least. P.S. de Blasio, Cuomo, Diddy, let's fix this. Page me, <laughs> Um. So, well, that's first of all, that's, yeah, that's beautiful. You know, he's right that, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's a drop in the bucket. But for the people who live in that building, it's everything. It's a month of fucking rent. So, like... Yeah. Shout out to Michael Che for actually opening up his wallet and doing something about it. Whether you think it's small or big or whatever, there are people who dream to be able to do those sort of things. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no matter and what, honestly, it's just a great thing. Like one less thing to worry about in a time like this. Like, who the fuck is going to turn up their nose or turn their back to right. it? Especially if that one less thing is your rant. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> Exactly. Let's catch up right. and see what the rest of the girls are doing. Even though, you know, the government could and should be taking care of these people, but it's fine. I mean, I mean, the money yeah. is there, but okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to um, internet sensation, uh, Tamitha Brown. Tabitha. Yes, Brown, Auntie Tabitha. <laughs> Apparently, we're allowed to call her auntie. Thank she you. She fits the role amazingly. <laughs> Tabitha Brown is a, a vegan foodie influencer, advice giver. She shares family time with um, her new adopted nieces and nephews, including <laughs> myself on the Instagram. <laughs> Correct. On the interwebs. Correct. Um, she's showing you how to uh, work your way through a plant-based diet on the TikTok that her daughter showed her how to use. And she's not yeah. getting millions of views and things like that. Her, you know, view count and followership on Instagram is crazy. And it's just very nice because if you listen to her, um, her, her speak, like she's just got a very soothing yep. caring comforting exactly. auntie like voice and you know she's so super super funny i don't even know if she's like one of those people who's just naturally funny and is like oh i guess i make people laugh <laughs> or she knows how fucking hilarious she is right but definitely go and check her out if you are interested in just having a calming voice alongside you in these stressful times seeing how someone who found uh pain relief and sort of a new uh peace of mind in a vegan uh 
diet and lifestyle. She's got all kinds of stuff for that and whatnot. And like I said, she's funny and beautiful and her family looks amazing. So shout out to Tabitha yes, Brown for I making people her. smile. She's so funny. And then one last thing, I saw this on The Root. It was also on Because of Them We Can. And there's a story about a FedEx delivery worker in Florida who was delivering a package to this woman named Carrie Blasey or Blasey. I don't know if I'm saying her name wrong. This uh, white woman who had a daughter in the home who apparently is a type 1 diabetic. And so she's auto. She has a auto... Uh, What's the word? I'm immune. I'm fried right now. It's autoimmune. Yes, she has a compromised immune system. Right. Um, and so she has like a sign on the door. Her mom that basically says, "Hey, girl, someone in the house." <laughs> I don't know why I "Hey, girl" to things. Someone in the house has an autoimmune <laughs> disorder. <laughs> And, you know, basically leave the packages here. Just keep in mind, like, girl, we're taking it extra serious over here. It's real. And so this black man uh, wiped down their box. Was not needed to. But wrote on the box, I sanitized your box once I seen the note on your door. Stay safe with a little happy face. And you can actually see... That he really used like sanitation, sanitizing wipes on the box or whatever. And so the mom obviously felt super grateful for that. Apparently, uh, a friend of this guy saw like a story or saw her tweet about it or something like that and reached out to people. And so uh, this mom and the the worker from FedEx were able to like, I guess, jump on like a FaceTime call or something. Oh, and so okay. they were able to speak. And I think it turns out that he also like, I think he has a premature baby. And oh, so, Lord. Like, oh, so he gets you know, it. Yeah. That kind of thing is right. But the thing I found interesting about this is that I could not find this man's name nowhere. Really? Right. I saw this story on three different websites and I don't see his name on any of it. So if anybody knows his name, that would be great. Um, That's kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> super, right. Like, everything I've seen just refers to him as FedEx driver. So I don't oh know if he God. wanted to remain anonymous or what, but Maybe. Let whoever me see. you are. I'm going to try to Google it real fast, but that's fucking crazy. Especially out of Florida. Shout out to you. So it's now you, sad. oh, his name is Justin Bradshaw. He's 28 years old. Okay, thank you for that. No so, worries. Justin Bradshaw, shout out to you because <laughs> I'm shocked to hear you rep Florida. <laughs> I'm not repping Florida. I said, especially out of Florida. I mean, for you to okay, even acknowledge thanks. that Florida exists is rare. Well, it, Florida, no, I don't, I'm not acknowledged. I'm not, I've never. <laughs> I've never neglected that Florida's place. It's just not a place that I am from. <laughs> okay, friend. All right. And so for those of you who do represent Florida, here's some good news all to right. balance out all, all right. of the other foolish friends. Because that's just not where I reside. Or okay, yeah, from. no, sure it's not. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week in pop culture, otherwise known as Hot Tops, Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter Bottom. Okay, good night. (laughs) What in the stand clear of the closing doors hail was Teddy (laughs) Riley doing on Instagram? Oh, Lord. I've been, you know, pretty much sticking to Animal Crossing, Final Fantasy, and (laughs) coloring. Right. I haven't really invested much time in the uh, Instagram music legend battles that have been happening. I appreciate them, and I super appreciate the amount of uh, entertainment and distraction that they are providing for people. And I knew that the Teddy Riley uh, baby face battle was one that was supposed to be coming up, and it got pushed back because Babyface literally was dealing with coronavirus <laughs> um, and whatever else. And I guess Teddy was rehearsing. I don't, or not rehearsing. I guess he was planning. Well, um, it was, it was kind of a mess. Dancers. Yeah, it was a, it was a fucking wreck because Teddy was like trying to broadcast on his personal website at the same time that right. they were supposed to be on Instagram. So it was like, nigga, this isn't working. You cannot do both at the same time. <laughs> But Teddy also had a 60-inch LCD screen cricket in the back. He had a DJ, a hype man. 
dancers, a full drum set, microphone stand, and he's here in his Ivy Park Slope outfit. Okay. Like, all right. Trying. It, now, I didn't watch it live. I did catch clips of it, and I didn't watch too much because I've said before, vicarious embarrassment is a thing for me. It didn't even need to be live. The cringe was too much for me. I personally couldn't stand it. Got you. But what I did capture was a lot of echoing, um, a lot of static, mm-hmm. um, confusion. Yes. There was a moment where... Um, they blamed or attempted to blame <laughs> the technical difficulties on Babyface, mm-hmm. who, bless him, is just sitting there in front of the music with a play button somewhere. Like, exactly. I showed up, you know, and so, you know, is it me? Do I need to mute my mic, mute my stuff, or turn my thing down while your microphone is up? Like, he's just working there <laughs> knowing. <laughs> That this nigga is the wrong, and then he's in the wrong, and like just rolling with it. At one point, I saw him literally just scoot off cam while they tried <laughs> to figure out what's going on on Teddy's side of things, mm-hmm. and it just continued to sound as if someone was playing a zoom exactly. inside of a Campbell soup can on the one train. And I don't know why Teddy Riley felt like all of that was necessary. Like, nigga, I know that the girls want to get booked again, but it's not calling for that. Pull out your IOF device. (laughs) You need nothing more than possibly a speaker, maybe an auxiliary cord. And we're finished. And we're finished. Nobody was calling for Soul Train. You didn't need to be on here giving us Apollo. What the fuck? Everybody was so tired. Tyrese threw the whole tile in. (laughs) And we're just like... (laughs) And Kia made a great point. Kia made a fantastic point on Instagram Live. When she said that, like, nigga, Babyface did not go through coronavirus for this. Correct. That nigga had to go and lay down somewhere and (laughs) and monitor the pressure in his chest and not be able to taste sweets and salts and whatever the fuck, however long, for you to come on here and play this goddamn game with your fedora tracksuit setup. It really was a fucking mess. That's what's sad about it. And... So I think Teddy Riley realized that because afterwards everybody was like, nigga, this isn't supposed to be like for your personal download use. This isn't for whatever, you know, capitalist bullshit. This is because everybody's fucking stuck inside and you fucking multimillionaires are putting on free shows for your fans. That's literally it. So like, why are you doing all this extra bullshit? So I think he learned from that. And when they went back to instagram yeah. live yes monday night which <laughs> is the thing yeah they're literally happened. on right yeah now. they're on right now as we fucking record but i watched the first part of it and it was better teddy's volume is off but he's in yeah, the studio mama's alone. right in the studio yes, and exactly he's not like trying to broadcast to his website at the same time or whatever so you know this is better but also d nice went live that same night that they originally fucked up and did a whole <laughs> set for hours of teddy versus Nigga. teddy face and i just downloaded that i said fuck these i don't need to hear that shit First of all, Babyface Somebody. went to me off top. He went off top. I'm sorry, that's fucking Babyface. So, like, just give me the playlist. I'm fine. Right. And you know what? That's why I thought, like, Teddy was like, I'm going to pull out all of the stops. But it wasn't calling for that. And somebody definitely <laughs> put the fucking... 
Somebody put the fucking Batman light in the sky for D Nice, which is a giant D. Like, hell, <laughs> come through. Come whenever you can, yes, please. please. Jesus, the, the night is ruined. <laughs> the time but, um, person of the year. <laughs> I know that, um, yeah, they're on live now. And it's like, I went to go and check in before I got on here. And there were so, I just think that there are so many people trying to watch it now that it was like, it wouldn't even let me inside of the club. It was like, girl, look, <laughs> if you don't have a ticket, if You're you don't have a wristband, Sorry, girl. I don't know what to tell You're you. Too but late. I did see <laughs> on my timeline, people are reacting to it. So it sounds like everything is working now and stuff. Cause when I first, when I, like, I checked in at eight, cause I said, we're doing the rematch as if there was an initial match at eight <laughs> Easter. <laughs> so. I checked in at eight on Teddy's page yes. first because of course, and that nigga was on there by himself, no baby face, and he was still looking off to the side, talking to the fucking ghosts of <laughs> Windows ninety six call center pass. <laughs> and I was like, "Here we go again," but apparently it's fine now. So I hope yeah. everybody's getting the experience. Yeah, it. I mean, they spent the first fifteen minutes teaching Babyface how to pin a tweet and what exactly. I'm not a bless tweet. Him. How to pin an Instagram comment and yeah. it, what exactly to type and hashtag and how to spell verses and <laughs> whether to use an ampersand or spell out and. And I was like, "You niggas are so old." <laughs> I know Babyface cussed somebody's nephew out. Like, <laughs> like this is, I don't even know this why. This is like Noah trying to teach me how to TikTok. She just gets frustrated because like, why are you so I old, bitch? Why are you so old? Why you don't know how to I'm do just, this? <laughs> it just happens to you. It does. It happens to it you. Just, I swear to God, I used to be young and like the target yeah. demo. I really did. <laughs> it's literally One day you wake up and you just are your mama <laughs> or your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's or not like aiming. a transition you're somebody thing. you yes. grew up with <laughs> yeah it literally just happens to you it does um god bless well though. shout out to the teddy riley baby face match and all of the amazing memes that followed um at least we know that niggas will make great jokes on twitter every live long day instagram as well and apparently now tiktok which i just refuse i just i tried i don't get it it's too many buttons it's all like right. <laughs> just ask me to build a rocket while you're at it i, I can't do that okay um as far as the matches go, uh, I know that they were also discussing a, a 50 Cent versus Ja Rule possibility. Ja Rule was with the shits because, of course, he is. Ja right. Rule should, you know, show up wherever he's asked. Um, 50 Cent was right. not because I guess he has jobs and hates All Ja Rule. Right. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. But... You know, that's that. I don't know what, like, what would I even, if I could make one, okay. if I could, like, have music icons go for it. I don't even know who I'd choose. I mean, I would rather these just form within the niggas who know one another, you know, yeah. than leave my musical expertise up to it because I was severely restricted till I was like 14. So, you know, I'm going to let these niggas decide who should battle who and all that. I definitely have opinions. But when it comes down to it, I just want to see black people having fun and sharing their art with yeah. each other and having fun with each other. Not where it's like rude and mean like it was with. um <laughs> yeah. 
the dream and Sean Garrett, I think. Like that. Oh yeah. No, thank you. I don't want that. I want <laughs> I want um fucking um what was it? God damn it. It's 420. <laughs> it was Jonte Austin and not the dream. What's that other little nigga that write a lot? Oh, sing a lot? Jonte Austin and um What's that little nigga ooh, name? I Neo? Was Neo, he, was he yes. up against Neo? Yeah. I want more of Jonte Austin versus Neo than them other niggas. Like where it's like a mutual respect and everybody's songs are great and you can have whatever your yeah. opinion is, but like it's a fun time. Just give me that. Yeah. Like or just, just don't do it fun. at all. But like if you in it for the money, that's just fucking ridiculous. Like people are right. do you understand people are fiending for a twelve hundred dollar relief check? So those people, twelve hundred dollars is what they spend on like socks in a month they don't give a fuck yeah. about twelve hundred dollars yeah. so like you trying to make sure it's black owned and black people get most of the money and why are we giving the money to mark zuckerberg and whatever it's like girl it's not about that it's about access it's about getting it yeah. out to as many people as possible so niggas can just chill during a fucking global pandemic can y'all do that or nah niggas is gonna and stream your shit <laughs> If anything else, I think that Teddy Riley has definitely reminded us that less is absolutely more, especially in situations like this. You know, yes. if all of the televised girls can be, you know, in their closet on the floor with some AirPods in, streaming to Nene Leaks to talk about Kenya, then there's no reason that you should be having, you know, auditions and casting calls with no masks to go up against Babyface on fucking Instagram. Plug in the ox, <laughs> hit exactly. play, and let's go. We're done here. Exactly, my nigga. Exactly. But I'm glad they're doing um, it for the fans, and I'm glad, you know, people are getting to experience some of the music and know what belongs to who because niggas really underrate babyface they really do but these are moments when i miss some of our icons like aretha yes whitney, whitney luther prince because i'm so sad luther didn't live to see this because luther versus whitney or something like that nigga that would have been everything to see the two Not of them that. go at each other <laughs> I'm just saying because them niggas would have logged on just to say no and log right back <laughs> off. I'm not doing it. I don't care about this. Oh my God. You like girls. Tony Braxton. <laughs> Did you see Tony Braxton's Twitter? She was. She livid. was going in. She said, I told Kenny, don't even come back. <laughs> Tony literally said. <laughs> Tony literally said, just tell me when they play my song yes! and I'll be back because I don't even care no more. <laughs> Tony said, hit me up when my records come on because what the fuck is this? She was fed up, man. Like Because I already know the person playing them will have a yes. signal. So I just let me know Whitney when I Houston have to show do that. I want to see Luther Vandross <laughs> do that. I want to see Prince do that. Prince would have disapproved of everything. Yeah, I'm sad. Mariah would just have... Wrong. <laughs> Mariah would just have Moroccan write the N and Monroe write the O and then just post it. No, I'm not doing it. The no, work stays for itself. Nobody will even challenge Mariah Carey because they already know what's up. It's like I mean, that would be even, stupid. Yeah, they're not even coming for her, so it's fine. It's fine. Um. So what else is going on? Um. Nicki Minaj had to do some social media damage control after rumors were swirling that she was leaving that nigga she's married to or whatever. 
She changed her Twitter name from Mrs. Petty just to the word yikes. Oh, shit. No, she didn't. Are you serious? Which I think it was yikes. Maybe it wasn't yikes. No, it definitely wasn't. like the name of that song. It was Mrs. Petty. And um, I like I think she also like deleted some pictures of him or whatever. They clearly got into an argument. She probably cussed this nigga out or whatever. Maybe you know threw his Ethica draws off of the balcony or something. Okay, and just whatever. All right. And maybe they kissed and made up because this just gives me you argued with him, which is fine. Right. That's a delete pictures thing. It happens. Who cares? You're human. Um, Especially because her name is already back to Mrs. Petty. I just checked. <laughs> Right. So that's <laughs> I guess some of her representatives came out and was like, um, you know, she was just gearing up for a new song and like this is all of that stuff is business purposes and everything is fine and whatnot. And yeah, her name is now back to Mrs. Petty. And she also was like, I think she did an interview with Fendi, her old or like her first known manager back when she had that crimped weave and she was okay um, pulling stacks of money out of a baby fat bag. Right. And Fendi has a podcast now. So they sat down together and apparently Kenneth was right there by her side mm. in his usual Jimmy Jazz. Great. And um <laughs> there she spoke about <laughs> I'm sorry, I just heard Jimmy Jazz. <laughs> There she spoke about um like her past beef with Fendi. They got into it real big and whatever their misunderstanding was, the balance that she's found um within the album that she's currently working on mm-hmm. and how she's currently scouting for talent for her label, where she says she's looking for female rap, male rap, male and female singers, everybody. And I have been dying for Nikki to scoop up one of these rap girls and be like, here's the one that I have chosen and have polished off. Yep. Um, have a good time. But <laughs> no, nope. I'm just... I'm all in for, you know, just some cute songs. <laughs> like, And if that comes with a single Nicki Minaj attached to it, even better. But otherwise, girl, I'm enjoying this um, chilling in the cave, um, working on me, fuck what you hoes are talking about style of of Onika. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that Queen Radio can be recorded at home. Yep. And yet she's decided to take a break. And I appreciate that. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> so Does that I'm mean we should pass that. the show so that people can grow fonder? <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> They're like, Look, maybe you niggas will you. love us more. <laughs> oh, don't tell me I that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> and from the clip of this interview that she did with Fendi, I also appreciate the fact that Nikki, for say what we want, what we like, what we don't like, and we will about Nikki. <laughs> we do. She's forever going to be the type of woman that is like, I'm gonna fuck when none of you niggas are talking about. You gonna let me say what the fuck I gotta say, and you're not gonna talk to me like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or like my opinion, my point of view don't matter. And in fact, I'm gonna interrupt you. Shut the fuck up because a bad bitch is talking. <laughs> Like, I just love, I love her shutting the fuck up out of niggas, especially as a woman 
in like a still very male dominated industry, she's just not the one who's going to let you like speak over her or get the last word or whatever. Right. And I'm not crazy about all of her tactics, but when I live, I live. <laughs> and today I live. So yeah, good for you, too. Anika. Um, in the same vein of female rapping, Megan the Thoroughbred. Oh, love her. Is apparently headed to trial with 1501 oh, shit. Entertainment. Damn, I already can't say That's that fucking right. lyric. Wow. Damn, okay. She and Carl Crawford. It still blows my mind that I was introduced to this nigga through Basketball Wire. Well, I don't think he was ever mentioned on... I don't know. I don't know that I watched enough basketball watch. Evelyn Lozada. That's okay. why I first heard of the right. nigga. Right. And I thought that he was just the rich nigga that played baseball or whatever. Turns out he's got a whole record label. And Holy actually... shit. Just realized that's the same nigga. We talked about this. Okay. Probably was high then, though. So, wow. Okay. That's Fair crazy. Enough. Okay. Damn. All right. I told you, I thought that this nigga was like... <laughs> A Dominican nigga that yes, just me got too. A when I heard baseball and millionaire, contract. I just assumed Dominican. <laughs> this nigga is from Houston, Texas. He's a Negro. <laughs> okay, that's my bad. <laughs> I was like, that's the same. Yeah, nigga? I definitely said okay, that Dominican for sure. All right, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, apparently Carl was just trying to get the courts to uh just handle this whole thing for him i guess he was trying to use like whatever contract they had in place as a way to be like nah because because nah look it's right here on the paper but apparently um judge is gonna have it so that they both have to present Woo! their case on uh, either side okay. in court all right whenever they're allowed to do that and um We'll see what happens from there. And I'm sure much to Carl's festivities, Rock Nation will handle all of that while Megan continues exactly. to twerk. Exactly. Um, I won't be surprised if we see Megan in another badass suit at court, but otherwise I'm sure she'll be well taken care of. And hopefully both parties can leave um, this situation in part ways amicably. Yeah. And like Megan said, you know... If you were so relevant and so instrumental yep. in her being who she is, make another one. Say it. <laughs> you know exactly. If you can Go make, make me, one. then make another me. Yeah. Make another me, nigga, if you that fucking good. Otherwise, it sounds like you needed me a lot more than I needed you. And so you need to humble yourself. Like, it's one or the other. And... To be very honest, even as somebody who has a lot of family in Houston, Texas, I would not be giving one fuck about 1501 if it was not for Megan Thee Stallion. So she's the only like exactly artist Period. that's like Period. nameable. Like, and I know that they have other artists that are likely quite talented and stuff like that. And but very like, local. You clearly been putting the pedal right. on the stallion. Exactly. You know what I mean? And honestly, she has something to back it up with. And I'm sure when Asante first introduced me to Megan Thee Stallion, exactly. she wasn't signed to because it was right. It was Asante who introduced me to her. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not to say that her record label was completely useless and had absolutely nothing to do with elevating her. But, like, 
whatever the the actual uh, minor parts of the detail, I mean, minor parts of the the contract are and stuff that y'all are disagreeing on. If you can't come to an agreement and it means you have to separate, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, and like at the end does. of the day, if you made a bad bitch, make another bad bitch and keep making your coins right. and let her go. Let this young lady go and do whatever it is that she's going to do. I do understand them being pissed because it did initially sound like they were more pissed with Rock Nation than they were at Megan. And Megan was more in the crossfires because <laughs> it sounded like Rock Nation was that. the one that was like, Yeah, I can see that. So you know, you could go. <laughs> You know you could be getting more money. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> and Megan was like, yeah! In her Solange voice. <laughs> right. So, I mean, God bless everybody. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you feel like it was really you that made Megan the Stallion and not Megan, then you can just make another one and cut your losses. But if you know yeah. good and damn well it was that girl and y'all coached her to this level, then you need to be fair with the fucking deal or let her out of it or whatever and just go on about yourself. Like, I don't understand niggas fronting like they don't really see what's going on here. You can either do I mean, Megan again. again or you can pay that girl what she's owed or let her out of her contract. It's up to you. And again, I am merely the consumer, but Mama dropped like several projects underneath y'all. And this situation is how I knew that she was signed to Carl Crawford's label. <laughs> you know, so Mama's clearly been out here on the social media tip and shaking that ass and doing challenges and whatever the fuck yeah, else. She and, got everybody what, doing these so. fucking challenges. <laughs> Girl, I don't even want to hear Savage again. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> like, nobody does at this point because we've heard it 8,000 times, especially that hook. But, you know, that's all right, Megan. That's all right, girl. You still getting paid. You know. <laughs> um, so, reality starred Safari Samuels is apparently um, a new OnlyFans account member holder person seller photographer worker okay uh, <laughs> so safari sling a dick on only fans is what i'm trying to say all right um <laughs> i feel like 25% of my psyche was like for what but the other 75% was like nigga let him do what he needs to do i mean i've seen that print I mean, so i know for what <laughs> I mean, we've seen the whole head and balls. Right. So so I knew why. I mean, whatever. And I know that he's been trying to, like, I guess, I think he's been trying to have, like, sex or sexuality be a brand because he was, like, selling coconut oil and lube. Mm -hmm. And when the dick print came out, I felt like he tried to lean into this sex symbol thing. There's never going to be a time I look at Safari and don't think about him pop locking in the background of the fucking what the what was the name of that song Super Bass right or whichever one of them songs like I'm always going to think of you as Nicki Minaj's hype man I'm so sorry but you know <laughs> um he's a new dad he and Erica Mena created a child together they did and so let me tell you something about OnlyFans the girls are cashing in. So, like, they are. like I'm low key jealous that OnlyFans is not a viable path in my life because it seems very mm. freeing and fun. Honestly, everybody who has a popping OnlyFans seems very secure in themselves. I'm gonna just say that. So, listen, if you have the security and you're not mine, you, and you don't mind showing that ass, 
Yeah. And I'm not going to judge you. Right. And if you're a celebrity, it's like, do the math. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think because, I mean, I don't know if Safari is actually thinking this far ahead or, you know, this intelligently necessarily. That's not shade, but. Probably not. Right. But. You know, with them not being able to record love and hip hop for the foreseeable future, <laughs> he might just be thinking about, look, we need to have money coming in right fucking oh, yeah. now, period. <laughs> money need to be coming in because we can't record. And that's both of our main source of income. So if I need to if I need to sling this dick on OnlyFans, then you hoes, you just going to be over it. Like, you just going to accept it. <laughs> have you seen the latest um, love and hip hop confessionals? I have not. Why would I have seen that, friend? So, I was on OMFG Reality or whatever that Instagram page is. <laughs> okay. Where? <laughs> oh boy. Sometimes I just scroll to see what's going on in the mess, and that's how I now feed my reality TV itch without actually investing time in anything but the Housewives of Atlanta and um, Beverly Hills, which I'm absolutely going to do because Garcelle, I just need to see her shit on these. Oh, she's already on my fucking DVR. She's already on my fucking (laughs) DVR. I added her the nanosecond I saw she was going to be on the season. Like, what else do I have to do? Destroying. She is going to. And the fact that she and Kyle Richards seem to not get along is puzzling to me. Because I would think Mm. Kyle would be the main one. But you know what? Whatever it is, I'm rooting for everybody black. So, all right. I know Kyle's going to keep it cute. uh, She won't won't step too fucking far. I know that. (laughs) For a fact. Yes. Anyway. Love and Hip Hop got them, you know, Mona told them to just do their confessionals at home. And she was like, look, we sent an intern down to Bed Bath & Beyond for some, you know, uh, table pieces and centerpieces (laughs) for your dining room, for those of you who have them. And we're just going to do like a little blurring, what is it called, a vignette or whatever around you to kind of just smudge out your personals. But you can't come. So you have to do the confessional at home, your kitchen or your um, half bath, whatever right. it is that exactly. you, you decide it is you want to do. And I just find it to be so awkward looking, but pretty much everyone who's still doing television stuff from home yep. now or who have to, it's just super weird. Yeah. Um, this is going to be like the new normal. All the late night shows are already doing it, but as TV shows can't go back to production, like the ones who can have their participants film from home are absolutely going to do it. So y'all might as well get ready for it. But yeah, so... Safari is out here apparently giving, you know, OnlyFans love for those of you who are interested. I'm not giving him my money. I'll wait for the my Vidster debut. But it seems that he is charging the children. Let's see how much his subscription is. I think it's like $20. Oop, $20.99. Go on. So, you know, go in there. It's scream scammer to me. But, you know, if you've got... <laughs> A little something tipping on the extraness and that stimulus gets stimulated. I heard that um, 
I heard Amber Rose is also expressing interest. I feel like she would make bank. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard rapper Casanova has an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Charging probably. the girls $50. Know your worth, Casanova. Exactly. That's the thing. If you can charge that price, then why not? And if you don't mind sharing your body with the world, knowing that niggas might screen cap it or whatever else, like, then why the fuck not? I went to Casanova's page. This nigga got $1.6 million. If 3% Holy shit. If 3... No, $1.6 million on Instagram. I'm sorry. Followers? 1.6 million followers on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know how many followers he has on OnlyFans. I'm not the only one. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, It's a holiday. Um... But he has 1.6 million followers on Instagram. I said if fucking 3% yes. of them niggas yes. subscribe to his $50 exactly. OnlyFans page. And then I'm sure already has music, like money. So this is probably just an extra lick again. If you don't mind showing off your goodies and taking them out of the jar, why not? Exactly. And this nigga in particular has a Panamanian and Jamaican flag in his Instagram bio. So... If he's showing dick, then I'd be surprised if it's not worth looking at. So, <laughs> yeah, like go know, for it, and your fans will fucking buy it. So <laughs> that's the thing. Someone's gonna give you some money, and if you don't mind, whatever. Again, I'll wait for the leaks yeah. personally. Um, but I'm not mad at anybody doing their nudes thing. And, um, I'm all for, you know, celebrities showing those goods if they feel inclined, especially when we're all inside and bored anyway. Right. So. Cause 3% of one and a half million is 45,000 and 45,000 times $20 is $900,000 a month. So, <laughs> Y'all would just have to kiss my ass that you can go log on to OnlyFans bitch. and see for $20 a month, bitch. Even if you shut the shit down after a month. All right. I'm good. I'm Gucci, nigga. Like, exactly. It's just too much money in it for some of y'all. I don't blame y'all at all. Go forth and prosper with your booty hole. Um, speaking of new business endeavors, guess who we can possibly expect a new album from come, quote, hopefully before the end of 2020. I don't know. It could be anybody who. A singer. Uh, Sierra. A singer who, as far as I know, doesn't have a studio album out. Never has released one? Yeah. Um, uh, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> First of all, I feel like Mama has a discography. <laughs> she probably does. A singer who doesn't know, have an you... album out. I literally don't even. I can't even think of one. Who? Jordan Woods. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan Woods is not a singer. Jordan Woods is a plus size model. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Even though she's like a 10, she is still <laughs> plus size in the industry. So <laughs> it just is what it is, unfortunately. America's very so fucked I read, up. <laughs> I read a headline that said Jordan once plans to release album on wrap up. 
And I thought to myself, okay, Jordan, I stand for you agitating those white women. Amen. However, I have questions. I have questions. (laughs) The first one is, what do you do in music? Um, And the answer I was given when I read the rest of the article is apparently not much, but she was on that show, The Masked Singer, which is nightmare fuel. Like, I don't understand. That show is terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) There's just something about seeing these mascots. Like, and then you are supposed to know who is in it, but they won't. I don't, I don't know. It triggers me. I understand how you feel that way. Sometimes it's super obvious though. Like with Michelle Williams or Yeah. It's like super obvious. Like you have a very distinct voice, but okay. Very true. Yeah. Um, but Jordan Woods was apparently the kangaroo on The Masked Singer. Is this a Fox show? I think it is. I yes. think so too. And um, so I went online and found the clip of her performing No Air by Jordan Sparks, uh, a singer. And <laughs> And much to my surprise, I think that Jordan Woods actually has um, potential. I think she might want to, you know, link up with like a Stevie Mackey, someone who does vocal training, get a couple of lessons. Um, But I could see her, you know, getting some polish and a package and budget and giving the girl something cute. And again, I'm forever going to support you as the black girl who pissed off the white woman I don't care for. Exactly. Um, Always. Until you give me a reason not to. So, cool, Jordan. We'll see what what you're giving. Yeah, literally do whatever you want, sis. I will support it as long as you don't say nothing homophobic or transphobic or, like, anti-black. You can literally yeah. do whatever you want to otherwise. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but like, <laughs> you're not going to get me to go against that girl. I don't care how many clips of Kim Kardashian you put out with North getting on her fucking nerves. I don't care how many times y'all try to remind us that Kanye is MAGA. Mm-hmm. I wrote that nigga off a long time ago. Don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> none of that shit matters to me. That little girl will always win when it comes to like supporting the <laughs> bullshit that them people put out. Period. So. Mm-hmm. But you also just named another black girl that I definitely support and stand. Northwest? Northwest. Oh, my God. She's everything by having her mama on her mama. She has her foot on her mama's (laughs) neck, okay? That shit is firmly planted. (laughs) North said, you need to be worried about your kids and not your friends. Why are you on there talking all of that garbage? Do you want to fight? Listen, when North walked in while Kim was trying to do her little bullshit, cheap-ass makeup, tutorial she was like can i wash my right. hands <laughs> Kim was like can you go somewhere else like bitch i wish i to wash my hands which is more important you and your fucking north was like, makeup or me and my hands bitch north was like oh yeah i thought there was a global pandemic <laughs> and probably i should just get to the nearest okay, sink but i see you're doing another tutorial so. yes my bad kimberly i'm the one who thought we were stuck in this house together because of a fucking worldwide pandemic but no you and your fucking $4 eyeliner are more important than me and washing my hands. Fine. I'll go elsewhere. You know, like well, that. excuse my priorities. <laughs> that is so funny to me. And I follow Nori's Black Book on Instagram, which is basically like a Paragram account of yeah. Northwest. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. her real thoughts or whatever is fucking hilarious. So I follow that. But like Jordan Woods, 
it's going to take a lot for me to go against Jordan Woods, especially when it comes to these Kardashian hoes, when I already don't really care. So anything that I can give you, like anything for Jordan Woods that I can currently put some money behind, yeah. I will do that. I'm not buying just lashes, because yeah. I know that them girls don't want me to. It's not just what about whatever happened with that nigga that got Khloe Kardashian pregnant. It's the fact that, like, I know that they have to be steamed at this girl prospering and being, like, supported and acknowledged separate of them. Yep, they hate it. Because the Kardashians like to keep their Negroes on a tight leash. Mm -hmm. And they like to be consistently acknowledged for, you know, you even talking about them. Exactly. So for them to have this black girl who comes from, you know, uh, a family of minding her own, has celebrity friends and family outside of just y'all, mm-hmm. for her to now have her own shit going on that has nothing to do with a Jen Dashian, I know that it pisses them off. And I think I stand for that more than I could stand for whatever her album sounds like. I will just, you know, turn these wheels until Jordan makes me not. Exactly. I remember when all this shit first popped off and the whole thing around the Kardashians, all the commercials I saw was like, oh my God, Kylie, she's feeding her whole family off her relationship with you. And all I could think was, well, fucking good. As much as y'all have stolen from black girls across this country and for however many years, I'm so glad Jordan Woods is feeding her family off her association with this bitch. And I hope she continues to do so. You know, like I don't actually have nothing personal towards that little white girl, but like, girl, fuck you and your family i don't give a shit about y'all as much as y'all have taken from black people as much as y'all have deliberately stolen as your own and tried to pass off as your own and erase black women who actually came up with the shit in the process it's literally fuck y'all i know you was born into that bullshit but fuck y'all period do you remember when Kylie and her sister made them fucking shirts with black icons on them and then put their faces over them sure don't sure don't Probably blocked that out deliberately. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they got rid of them shit super quick. They had like Biggie. (laughs) I feel like we talked about this too. They had like Biggie and Tupac on some shirts and some other people or whatever. And then they had like their faces airbrushed over them. It was like, what were you trying to do? I don't know this. I do not know this. So sorry. (laughs) Yeah, because it lasted online for about. 36 hours okay we probably did talk about it but i forgot about it immediately afterwards that has to be it because i don't recall i mean what's to remember i mean if these people stay with a fucking conflict they stay with a controversy so all right aubrey graham father of adonis has broken a new record um within tiktok with the worst song ever that's crazy his Tusi Slide single not only debuted number one on the Billboard Hot 100, <laughs> but the Tusi Slide hashtag hit one billion views in just two days on well, TikTok. Kiss my ass. Breaking, <laughs> breaking a record previously held by Kylie Jenner, taking all kinds of L's this week. Good God. You know? Okay. Um, the children love. Tusi and do. Um, they do, they do. Drake fucking knows what he's <laughs> doing. God damn it, because that song is so goddamn stupid. 
I like it. I think it's vibey. It's not groundbreaking. It's not nearly my favorite uh, Drake song. Much like Nene Leak's new single, if it was on in the club, I wouldn't, you know, leave. Mm, no. So. My problem with Tuesday Slide is it was deliberately put out to be a TikTok hit at yes. a time when people are stuck at home. Like, everything about it is so <laughs> contrived. Like, I don't yes. care. So, for you, right, for you to have one and to have one like this, I'm just like, all right, nigga, you won the battle. <laughs> But you shan't win the war. <laughs> so I Googled 2C slide because I want to know what the fuck a 2C is. All right, gotcha. And I've wanted to since I was introduced to the name of the song. Um, I went to Wikipedia. Lord where I read a bit about it and on here I was informed that Billboard has called this song the cha-cha slide of the TikTok generation. God damn it. I feel attacked. Um, I feel disrespected because personally I remember when the cha-cha slide was something new, Casper slide part two. And so I mean... I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying, how dare you call me old? <laughs> it's ageist. And um, I'm not going to have it. No word on 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 Wikipedia about what a 2C is. So I went to Urban Dictionary. And it says here, 2C, a term that Drake popularized with his single-turned-dance anthem, 2C Slide. 2C is another word for ting. Which is another term Drake popularized, (laughs) meaning a very attractive woman that is mostly, most likely a side chick and not the main bitch. God damn it. (laughs) Urban Dictionary is the widest fucking website on the goddamn (laughs) world. It really is. (laughs) Top definition, too. So I don't know if that's accurate or not, because sometimes it should be lying, but. That's true, but I wouldn't um, be surprised. And like, damn, we really hate women, huh? Like, I thought a ting, like, I know that people refer to, like, women as tings yeah. sometimes, especially people that would not pronounce thing that way otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, but I let y'all have it. Um, but I never knew that it was also a woman who's most likely a side chick and not the main bitch. I thought it was just a woman who you were interested in. But. Yeah, maybe that's the toosie part. I don't really know what toosie means. <laughs> So or why you would slide on one but. yeah but alright like I said Drake put this out for TikTok for the streams and it worked so alright yeah especially after after um in my feelings and that whole dance craze that Shiggy created that I'm sure made him yes. a surplus of coin. So somebody was like, let's just do that again. And who the fuck cares if they don't like it? The children will. We'll make the money. And that's really it. <laughs> Period. Because <laughs> the kids don't give you a fuck. You got a jet to gas up. Right. And you know they what you'll do when your kids want to hear something? You'll put that shit on repeat. And you will close their bedroom door <laughs> as long as they shut the fuck up for seven and a half minutes so you can have you a fucking ice cream bar or smoke a blunt or fucking I don't know rub your clip whatever literally anything y'all would do anything wow. <laughs> y'all would do anything to get your kids to leave you alone for five minutes including put that fucking song on repeat so okay <laughs> I wonder what Adonis thinks of Tusi <laughs> first of all he probably came up with it <laughs> he was like I want his review he called him like Aubrey let's talk yeah I kind of like in my mind he sort of reacted to it the way that Stormy does to 
anything her mom. Oh Stormy God. be flat out like, turn this off and put on sicko mode. Don't nobody want to know how to apply these lashes, mama. Where is the <laughs> Travis Scott? Where is Stormy flat out be like, I don't care about this tutorial. Where's my daddy's music? Um... Well, congratulations to the TikTok generation for their latest. Yeah, hit. y'all won. Um, Good for you. On? I was going to talk hour. about T Genesis and Keisha Cole, but it's exhausting. Um, oh, I'll it's just not fun. say, <laughs> yeah, LG Genesis took the whole uh, clack clack remix that he did to Keisha Cole's song like way further than it needed to be. You know, oh, no. we admitted how hilarious that shit was to us. I do acknowledge why it bothered Keisha so much outside of the fact that you just made an, <laughs> a, a remix to her song that wasn't clear. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then making it about shooting niggas and gangbanging, like, I understand why she's upset. <laughs> and it really is the, like, blatant ignorance of it but i love that and shit. irresponsibility <laughs> that, that shit. makes it so funny yes. and like as easily as we could say well keisha could have just let it be a joke and been pissed or whatever the fuck like i think that ot genesis also took it way too far in the way that not only he addresses her opinion of what he did but the way that he would just talk about her and her sister or has been talking about her oh, and no, her sister I didn't since see none then of like that. Yeah, he was talking about the way Keisha Cole's pussy smell, and he was talking no. about, of course, Neffy jumped online to, you know, defend her sister, and then he was talking about how he used to sell their mama crack back in the day, no. and she was like, taking it too far. Like, again, you're talking to uh, black women. Niggas yes, just not I, let us have fun. Wow. Like, yes, I still think that the video was funny. Because I just think that it was funny. But the same way that she could have maybe been like, you know what, this is ignorant as fuck, but I'm not going to say nothing. Way The way that she responded when, again, she had the right to because it's her fucking song and she right. didn't have an opinion on it. But you could have been like, man, it was just a joke. I'm just going to ignore that shit. You know, so, but like taking it to the lengths that he did just kind of shows a bit more of his character and I guess we shouldn't be surprised since he remixed Love and A Thousand Miles and made them <laughs> crip anthems. So like... I mean, I was I was fine with the disrespect when it was just the remixes because honestly, those were funny <laughs> like you said. But like, yes. to come back after Keisha said something, even though you know she is damn well entitled to say something because if somebody had done that to your song, you would have an attitude so like right. instead of just ignoring her coming back for it for you to come back and and say all this fucking bullshit and be ridiculous it's just like wow niggas really will not let me root for them why is that why we can't just I want have Sauc- fun i want saucy santana to remix everybody mad and make it everybody bottoms oh, or something no. like that see right and, and then we'll have the a girls. fucking civil war see <laughs> let's see how the girls feel about exactly exactly damn niggas won't just let me support them fuck can't we just have a good time no we cannot <laughs> anyway that's it for hot tops don't tell mom the babysitter bottom we're gonna take a break pay some bills and then we will come back with your letters 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my, for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, guys, so we're back, and now it's time for... (laughs) I'm sorry. I tabbed over to Twitter real quick, and apparently baby... (laughs) Babyface's now doing his white songs, which is a quote. Oh, so Lord, they're having no. a great time. Oh, uh, did he say that? Oh, fuck. He said, This is my white song, or I'm gonna do my white song, or something like that. So <laughs> they're having a great time. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they were supa- apparently able to salvage this. Yeah, there's nothing you could say to me about Babyface. Sorry, it really don't even not a matter. Word. No, not yeah. one fucking word. All right, so <laughs> send your questions to ask the read at gmail com we may read them aloud on the show Woo, glory amen all right our first question comes from um somebody who represents a lot of people who have emailed us over the past few weeks her name is ashley and she says i'm 29 single and currently in california sheltering in place all by myself and fully comfortable being alone my mother and siblings keep just keep suggesting that I come shelter in place with them since they live the very next state over. And I've been saying we'll see for three weeks now, even though my brother <laughs> offered to drive nine hours each way to pick me up. 
<laughs> my family and I are pretty close knit and I usually visit them every other month. And while I would love to spend this extra time with them, especially while we're all working remotely, I am very hesitant to leave my comfort zone for what could easily be at least a few months with the way things are going. My mom asked me if I'm coming home every time we talk now. <laughs> and since I can't make a decision, it feels like a lot of pressure. I know both of y'all are sheltering in place solo and away from family. So would you go stay with them if you could? Thanks for the help, Ashley. Okay. <clears throat> this is interesting because theoretically, if I could be with my family right now, I absolutely would. Mm. Um, so nice. I'm obviously not going to go because it's just not the safe and smart thing to do right now. And I feel like even if, you know, me being in New York, if they lived in Jersey, you know, I'd probably stay here unless I had a car or something like that. I don't know. I think this is all very like circumstantial or it really just all depends. Um, But I think that it's okay if you have the ability to like video chat with them and and do all of that to just do it and and so i mean like we've been quarantined for a while at this point um yeah i think it's just okay to like chill and just check in with one another through video if you can um, my dad called me like two days ago just to be like, do you need me to send you some toilet paper? So <laughs> I know you're in New York like, where shit is crazy. So, oh yeah, <laughs> let me help you. <laughs> so I think that, you know, at least trying to stay as connected as you can through your devices and stuff like that might be enough. I feel like unless it's like an absolute emergency or something like that, or you're literally like pulling out your eyelashes and anxiety right. from being away, exactly. then just stay put, you know, for as long as we can right now. Because like I did a bit of news checking in yesterday and I'm not seeing anything <laughs> turning up <laughs> in terms of numbers as far as um, cases and stuff are going. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not seeing anything make a positive climb. Um, and there are already people who are out here. It's just like, folk, what y'all talking about? I'm going to the beach, bitch. So, like, I don't know <laughs> if, if that makes sense right now. Yeah, sadly enough, that's very true. I mean, yeah. I think kind of the same thing. I understand the appeal, definitely especially if you and your family get along. But also, like, you're already in California. You've already been sheltering in place. God only knows what might happen to you in between going there to from your house to where they are a whole ass state over or vice versa. If your brother comes to get you, that's nine fucking hours. Like, he's going to have to stop for gas. <clears throat> yep. And it's just like too many variables. I wouldn't want either one of y'all getting sick during the trip and bringing that back to the whole family who might then exactly. spread it through however they, you know, have to go out throughout their day and handle whatever shit is going on. So yep. I would, you know what I would do? I would stay on FaceTime or Zoom or whatever y'all are doing to connect with each other. I would keep doing that. But I would let them know, you know, until a vaccine is out or until, you know, the curve has flattened for like at least three months or whatever, 
I'm going to just stay where I am. Love y'all so much, but I don't want none of us to die behind this. So yeah, I'm going to just be extra precautious. Like I know a lot of people feel like we're taking too much precaution, but so many people have died just in the past five to six weeks. It's fucking crazy. Like it is. I don't think it's such thing as being too careful. A lot of people are dying to get out because they just want to get out and like, you know, go be social or live their normal routines again. And then you have some people who are like having anxiety because they want to get out to go and be with others. You know what I mean? And so I feel like everybody has just got to try to chill because again, that whole curve that they were making diagrams out of and stuff, trying to impress upon everyone how important it is for us to stay home. Like <laughs> that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. you know, it it gets better the more we just sit our asses the fuck down, <laughs> unless it's an absolute emergency. And I feel like the people who know what time it really is in, in health and science have laid out what <laughs> <laughs> an actual True, emergency actual experts, is. yes <laughs> so it's just kind of like i i get the people who are like oh you know like i would feel a lot better if i was with my mom or my auntie or my best friend or my man or whatever um but i just feel like we all kind of got to take a deep breath and and chill and try to deal with this shit that we haven't dealt with before it's totally fine if you can't make sense of it none of us can right <laughs> i ain't never been through no crazy. shit like this right so it's totally okay and i think it's just best to try and find um ways to stay occupied in the home and try to stay connected with the people that you care about and stuff through how whatever other means it is you can because like crystal just said any anything can happen you drive into somebody stop somebody house or whatever and mm-hmm. you stop to get gas and you touch the fucking nozzle or whatever yeah like anything. anything or somebody across anything, anything. Can happen. right like, somebody nobody knows there. what's going on anyway exactly somebody could have been in a convenience store 30 minutes before you and coughed and the fucking virus is still in the air. Girl, who knows? Who knows? It could be anything. Exactly. exactly. So uh, it's hard, though. And so, you know, I wish you the best of luck. But especially because you might find that you're OK now with the quarantine because you're by yourself. And if all of a sudden, if you were at home with two or three or more people, you might be a lot more irritated. So I would just stay put until things are safer because they're definitely not safe right now. And if you're dealing with other people that are sort of stressing out, then maybe you could, like, just call them with some positivity and some non-virus shit. Like, maybe you just hit them up when D-Nice goes live and jam together, and maybe that takes your mind off of things That's fun. Yes, good advice. All right, our next question comes from Eviana, who says, I've been in a relationship for almost six years, and in those six years, we have been through a lot. I've Mm. (laughs) caught... I've caught him texting other women and messaging on the gram. Nothing over the top, mostly lighthearted conversations. But nonetheless, he nonetheless he was still doing that shit. And yes, I considered that cheating, even when there was never any physical contact that I know of. Hmm. Fast forward six years later, through therapy and counseling, my man has grown tremendously. And he has realized how his ego and childhood trauma caused him to treat people a certain way. Now our relationship is extremely strong to the point that obviously we're getting married. 
Okay. My question is, <laughs> thank you, sis, for reminding us. Is it weird that I often have moments where I think back to those <laughs> negative times and get scared that I'm making a bad choice in marrying him? I know he's grown and he's Ooh. changed and he's now in his 30s. He's mentally more stable and capable of being a good partner. I'm just afraid that things haven't changed forever and I don't want to have to get divorced. Is it wrong for me to have to hold on to his old habits, even though he's put in the work and changed them? My therapist says, if I forgive, then I should learn to forgive. But bitch, that's a lot easier said <laughs> than done. That's right, Eviana. <laughs> that is damn right. As, as with most advice from therapists, that's a whole lot easier said than done, bitch. Hell yes. But that comes from Eviana and she wants to know, like, is it weird that she keeps flashing back to this nigga and what can she do? Hell no, it's not weird. Not at all. I (laughs) I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? But at the same time, I guess it's like, I'm I'm trying to think back if she, like, specified how much time it's been since he's made this revelation. Because I feel like actions are really what is is going to make the difference here like words and and coming home with whatever your therapist told you and whatever revelations you've made are beautiful and great steps and stuff like that but if he is showing like if you feel a difference in his actions and his tone and his behavior when you're together and all that stuff, then that to me would be more of a deciding factor than just, oh, he's going to therapy or whatever. If you feel like there's still reason to not trust him outside of just your memories, then yeah, I would say certainly maybe draw breaks a bit. Cause even if that nigga never cheats on you again, it's still going to bring, you're still going to bring toxicity into the relationship by constantly being paranoid that he's gonna Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like i don't think that there's anything wrong with you for whatever reason being like look i'm not ready to get married but i think that if if he has done the work to be like look not only did i learn that i need to change i'm changing then i think you do need to not forget Mm, fuck what you talking never forget forget. never forget (laughs) what these niggas have done never but definitely forgive and just move on because like you could have a nigga that's never given you any reason to think that he will while out and then you get married and then the next thing you know it's mr hyde and you have no idea yep. who the fuck this person is that's in front of you you know what i'm saying not even just a nigga like anybody so i mean if you want to be married and you're in love and things have been good then you know take that leap of faith because i mean you ain't got a statement but yeah yeah. I think if he is right, like you have to look at his behavior. Has it actually changed? I'm assuming it has since you're getting married. So what you really have to do at this point is trust yourself. And it doesn't have to be an issue of I don't want to have to get divorced. Because if the nigga turns out to be trash, then you just have to get divorced and that's that. It's not the worst thing that could yeah. happen. If you go into it with a clear, genuine heart and you believe this man has changed and it turns out that he was fucking lying to you or whatever, then okay, you can leave him and start over. It's not the worst thing in the world to have to leave a nigga and do it again. Like it happens to most people. (laughs) So yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think I would just be like, I would think I would work on letting go of the whole, uh, when I get married, it has to be one time. I don't want to have to get divorced. I never want to be like, girl, fuck all that. If niggas turn out to be trash, then leave their asses. 
Fuck all that. I didn't want to have to get divorced shit. Why not? The nigga turned out to not like he's not withholding the vows y'all made to each other in front of God and your families. So Mm -hmm. like, let that nigga go. Just let it go. If he is not doing what he's supposed to do as a husband and and I think what you need to be focused on right now more than anything else, instead of having to like worry about whether you're getting divorced is like, I want to make sure that no matter what, I'm going to take care of me. Like Eviana is going to be fine no matter what. This nigga could come yeah. home and say that his side hoe is pregnant with twins. And you know what? <laughs> Eviana is going to be Gucci regardless. Yeah. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm in this marriage and I'm giving myself to this nigga and we vulnerable and we partners and all that other bullshit. And at the same time, if this nigga start to acting crazy, I'm going to be all right. And as long as you can say, as long as you can say that to yourself, then, you know, get married and hopefully you and your husband have an incredible life together. But, you know, you can't go into it being scared that you're not going to be able to take care of yourself. You have to know that you can do that. Yeah, I think you're right. Like you hit the nail on the head in the fact that like a trash person happening to you doesn't mean that you ain't going to be all right in the long run. Like, yep. You can still. <laughs> yep. Fuck shit Niggas up change. After all that stuff happens. Niggas change yeah. that for the good and for the bad. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to you though, sis, because I know it's hard and I fully understand. Like I used to be the type of person who would say, I would rather, you know, die than get divorced. And if me and my husband get married or yeah, that's how fucking lost I was. I was saying husband. (laughs) So like (laughs) I would even be like, if we got married, then like we're gonna have to figure it out, nigga. Ain't no such thing as divorce. Ain't no divorce. We figuring it out. Sometimes you cannot figure it out. And God would rather you leave that nigga than you die behind that nigga. So please, <laughs> please, mm-hmm. like. And think about how many of like how many people in our generation have been affected by like families that were like, "Ain't no divorce. We gonna figure it yeah. out." And they pro- like when everybody probably yeah. would have been better off if y'all niggas would have separated. Exactly. And the women yeah. who stayed through that shit are like. If I was allowed to have my own social security number, if I was allowed to have a job, if I was allowed to have a bank account, if I was allowed to make the same amount of money as a man, if I was allowed to not spend as much time with my kids as men are, then I would have left that nigga. It's too many women saying that for you to be still being stupid about these niggas, sis. It's too many women being honest about it. So I think you just have to be like, all right, my man has shown change behavior and I'm going to take him at face value until he changes that behavior again. Don't deny yourself of happiness because of what might happen. Because anything might Amen. happen. Anything. Literally anything. Girl. Anything. This fucking pandemic should point. show you that. <laughs> yep. At any point. Yes, exactly. All right. Let's move on to another question. This one comes from Diana. Who says, I'm 21 years old and I'm in my first relationship that has been going on for two years. I admit that I'm not the best at communicating when things get tense, especially when I can't immediately find a solution to the problem. Things have been tense between my boyfriend and I since the whole stay at home order has been put in place. We're long distance because I'm finishing my last year in college and he's seven hours away in another state we've been great at seeing each other twice a month and going on weekend trips and staying in constant but healthy communication over phone text and facetime but since rona 
<laughs> Since Rona, I moved back home with my family and my little brother, who will be two in May and who has a compromised immune system. He has had two up two serious upper respiratory illnesses in the last six months. So my parents are not playing around when it comes to this stay in place order. My boyfriend has asked me to come stay with him for a week or so, but my parents told me that if I choose to leave, I will not be allowed back in this house for up to three weeks until they're sure that I don't have the virus and they are not bullshitting. I know that's right. <laughs> my boyfriend has asked me countless times to come see him or allow him to come to my hometown to see me for a couple of days. And it's not that I don't want to see him. Of course I do. But leaving the house to stay at my apartment in my college town would require me to spend the money that I've been saving to take a summer course in my GRE this summer so that I can get into grad school. This has put a lot of tension on our relationship because he thinks I don't want to see him or that I don't want to put in the effort whenever it's brought up. And I try to make him understand (laughs) that the Rona has only been in place for one month and this can't last forever. He says he's been more than understanding, but at this point he doesn't care about any excuses. And if it was him in this position, he would just risk it all and come visit me. Remember this girl's 21. I had to remind myself of this several times while reading this email. <laughs> wow. I can't help but feel as though my boyfriend is being unreasonable. Am I mm. not? But, <laughs> but, <laughs> am I not putting in enough effort? How can I communicate that two months of separation is not the end of the world? Please let me know how y'all would handle this situation slash conversation. I can't help but feel as though eventually he'll be over it and it will cause a separation between us. Stay safe. Love you both. Diana. Love plus stupid nigga equals light by gas. (laughs) Say that shit, my nigga. (laughs) You will really be in love with a nigga who is just unreasonable and dumb and then be questioning if you crazy. Right. Girl, the world is dying. Mama has asked you to stay your black ass at home because there is an illness you can easily catch that can kill you and or others. It has been a month. Shut up and sit the fuck down. Girl, I wasn't sitting at home in my motherfucking easy bake oven cooking up the coronavirus. This ain't my fault. I didn't create this bitch. You think that I asked to be confined to the motherfucking house, unable to go and get some dick if I damn well please, nigga? You think I don't want to leave the house and go do what the fuck I damn well please? Not only, like just in general i shouldn't be going to motherfucking where because law and common sense but aside from that correct i have a sibling with a compromised immune system you shouldn't be talking to me with nothing nope. but empathy and concern period. and sending me nudes leave me alone period <laughs> like, period you've been more than patient bitch we all have to be patient can't nobody go nowhere have you been like unaware of the fact that the whole ass world is shut down you know the niggas can't even go to work and they need to are you bothering me about coming to visit you nigga well then don't ever talk to me again (laughs) i know it might be hard for a 21 year old to say something like that but like (laughs) this man has to understand that it's not okay you feel like you've waited so long then go out and fuck whatever thought on fucking tinder then like 
My little brother is two years old and already has a fucked up immune system. I'm not leaving. My parents will not let me back in this house. You thought that white man in Jersey was serious when he told his son who went to spring break that he could not come back in the house. My parents are not bullshitting behind their toddler and they will not let me back in this fucking house. It is not worth it to spend the money I was going to spend on the fucking GRE to come hang out with you for a few days for some dick because all you want is some pussy. I know that all you want is some pussy and you trying so hard not to cheat. But if it means that much to you, then we just gonna have to break up. A lot of y'all are just going to have to break up these long distance relationships. Not going to make it. It was cool when y'all could see each other twice a month and get some dick every now and then and cuddle and shit. But that shit is gone now. If you're not within driving distance and y'all not socially distancing, not letting nobody else in your houses, then it's not going to fucking work. So just let it the fuck go. I know you like this nigga, but you're 21 years old. You have your whole fucking life ahead of you to like niggas. <laughs> right. Can you imagine 21? No, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> Girl, it's not worth it. You have like... Exactly. You will have plenty of time and plenty of options if you stay safe and at least do the best that you can to protect your health and right. those around you. So No ma'am. No ma'am. That nigga's gonna literally have to get the fuck over. Correct, it. correct. Um, and if he has an issue with that, then girl, you already know what to do. It sucks to break up I with mean, somebody during a pandemic, but you'll be all right. And by the time they let y'all back out, you'll be happy again, <laughs> ready to mingle, be single. Pringle and Fringle, all that bullshit. So, <laughs> best of luck to you, sis. Period. Period. Our last question comes from Asher, who says, These goddamn heavy foot having ass kids keep running around my apartment building in Brooklyn. Wow. Oh my God. My building could pass for a sweet old lady named Pauline because she's getting up there in age. And just like Pauline, my building ain't what she used to be. It creaks and these walls are thin. Now, in the lease we all signed, it says to put carpets down on the floor to help muffle the sound so as to not disturb your neighbors. But that has not applied to the apartment above me. Over the past six weeks, these overly energetic, unruly gremlins have body slammed each other, cried, screamed, and run track and fucking field all over that damn apartment. I've tried the broomstick thud against the ceiling and telling my super, but both to no avail. Parents, I understand that your little chicken nuggets are out of school and they driving you up a wall. However, unlike you, I can't scream, whisper, sit your goddamn ass down somewhere. And I am pleading for parents who live in apartment buildings like mine everywhere just to shut them kids up. My neighbors are Latinx. And just like many people of color, they probably don't like to be told about their kids. But (laughs) if one more of them kids slams slams another one during one of my work zoom calls i'm gonna lose it i'm trying not to be the first person to test the corona panic defense in court (laughs) corona panic is definitely gonna be a defense this nigga's a lawyer (laughs) anyway wow so do y'all have any advice or ideas on how to nicely tell my neighbors to shut them kids up so that i don't have to without getting cussed the fuck out sincerely asher from Schmerber. Asher, I literally can't help you. No, as a lot of people, I also know. cannot. <laughs> I lived this, and I never found a way to express to uh, the family, the parents of those children, um, 
that they were driving me to the brink of sanity. Like (laughs) they were pushing me to the edge on a daily basis. And I just couldn't think of how to say, deal with your badass kids in your house um, as a person who isn't related to them and frankly could leave if I just right. hated it that exactly. bad. Um, well, I couldn't, I mean, I didn't have options, but like if it was just driving me to the end and I just had to leave, then that's what was going to happen. And I dealt with that shit for two years. And then the first opportunity that I could leave, that I could take to leave is what I did. Yep. Um, but yeah, I really don't know. And I was living in their house. So I don't even know how. I would go to a neighbor and just be like, your kids are driving me absolutely insane. Maybe there's a way to generalize it and just mention like the noise or the stamping Mm -hmm. and not specify that it's the children. They gonna know either way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, so first of all, Kiviri is right. If you live in a type of building, which most of us do. In fact, I think if you don't live in like a brownstone where there's only like three apartments in the whole building, then you probably cannot understand, (laughs) you know, Mm. this otherwise. But like all of us deal with loud ass neighbors. And on the one hand, there's really nothing you can do, especially now in the middle of a pandemic. But also, I know those kids are annoying. I know it. But it's a pandemic. And parents have had to go from having jobs and being Mm. parents and taking care Mm -hmm. of the house to having to do all those things at the same time. Right. And just imagine if you could get rid of that little nigga you gave birth to or you sired or whatever. You could get rid of that nigga for eight to ten hours a day. But now all of a sudden that nigga is at home with you. All day, every day, like every day, as much as you love your baby, you're going to get tired. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to worry. You're not doing right by them. You're going to worry that they're um, fucking disturbing all the neighbors. Like it's so many things that's going to go on now because shit is different. And I think you're just going to have to get over it. We live in New York City. You live in Brooklyn. Almost everybody lives in an apartment. Therefore, you are going to hear the people who live above you. You either live on the yeah. top floor or you deal with it. So I really think at this point, you kind of just have to be understanding. I know you're irritated because that's a natural thing to be irritated by. But like you don't have you're not the one who literally has school age children in your home with you day in and day out. You can always put on some good headphones, eat you an edible, smoke some weed or whatever else <laughs> and pretend that life is not what it is. They have to take mm. care of them kids. So like, mm-hmm. and even Kid Fury, when he was dealing with them badass kids, that nigga would put his headphones on, FaceTime me. I was just <laughs> about to say that. Damn sure would be like, oh my God, these fucking children, I swear to God, I'm gonna kick these kids out the window. You know, you call your friends and you yes. vent and then you get over it because there's really nothing you can do. They're children. They're human mm-hmm. children and they're dealing with so much and they don't understand the virus the way you do. All they know is they the used to go part, to school and kick it with their friends and now they can't do that no more. The worst part for me was they were so cute. I hated them. 
<laughs> but at the same time, they were so fucking adorable. So it's but so like you're right. They're just children. <laughs> like right. What the fuck are you? They're saying? literally babies. You're talking about three, four, five, seven, eight year olds. Like they don't know. They don't really get yeah. this shit. They're doing their fucking best. So like they know the parents know that those kids are loud that's the thing they Mm -hmm. you're not breaking the news to them (laughs) it's like telling somebody they've gained 30 pounds bitch i know you're not who do you think you are you're not al fucking roker you're not breaking nothing for me bitch i get that but like it is what it is and nothing can be done about it they literally can't be evicted so either move or get over it that's those are really your only options (laughs) best of luck to you in getting over it though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes absolutely because <laughs> if them parents many of them parents have already found ways to just tune in shit absolutely right in the midst of it <laughs> because they have shit to get done they supposed to be on conference calls and doing this spreadsheet and doing this worksheet and checking in with this boss and calling this customer like they have so right. much shit to do or even worse they still work outside the home so it's like a nanny mm. there with the kids all day while the mama is a doctor and the daddy bags groceries or whatever it could be anything it's just nothing mm. you can do dog we're in a fucking pandemic yeah. You just gonna have to. You gonna knock on their door (laughs) and tell them about them kids, and she gonna be like, "Hold on a second, and come back to you guys." With the baby, (laughs) she gonna come back to you with a cotton ball for each ear, right here. (laughs) This does me wonders, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. Does that help, bitch? Because that's literally all I can give you. They're children. So, and this is New York City. Move to Connecticut or Jersey if you don't want to hear nobody. Good luck. And that's all you can like I I I fully empathize because twice a week there's somebody causing hell on the floor above me. And what do I do? Fucking deal with it. What am I do? Call the super? Somebody's being loud. Somebody's kids are running around. He could be like, bitch, do you know what's going on? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. Don't call me unless your apartment is flooded. Leave me the fuck alone. Also, have you ever heard of New York City? Because <laughs> Right. Even before the pandemic, like what did Kid Fury have to do? Fucking deal with it. Yeah. There's nothing that can be done. Sorry, friend. Vent and get high. Those are my two <laughs> options. Exactly. So good luck to you in getting the fuck over it. And uh good luck to the parents out there who have to deal with these kids because I can't relate my and word. I'm so glad about it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. Give God the glory. All right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. 
When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back, and it's time to wrap things up with our reads of the week. Correct. I will let you go ahead, because I don't really have one. Okay, well, I am actually going to keep this super short and simple. I just have two things to say, first of all. Thank you to Dr. Blue Ivy Carter, MD, PhD, <laughs> DO, Esquire, OBGYN, etc., <laughs> for her very informative, informative uh, DIY tutorial for the rest of us. She has honestly done more than Donald Trump has for this country <laughs> during his entire reign of terror when she released this video. <laughs> the fact that it's true. <laughs> when she released this video showing people the importance of washing your goddamn hands with, you know, a little water, black pepper, and a mixture of household soaps. So thank you again to Dr. Carter for your tireless work. <laughs> we do appreciate you. I hope you're able to shelter in place safely away from hashtag dim babies. I'm sure they're getting oh, on your nerves. Sure. <laughs> yeah. One of them started crying and she just kept on going. Like, I literally don't have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody will tend to that nigga. I have to put something out for the people. So thank you to Dr. Carter and also to all of the states with Republican governors that are getting ready to open their shit back up. I'm looking at you, Georgia. Also, you, Tennessee. Bitch, Texas, you know you can't hide. And et cetera. (laughs) All your states where your governors be sucking Trump's dick. um, I just need you to know that... As crazy as this virus is, as unreal as it may seem to a lot of us, like if you don't know anybody personally affected, it might seem kind of fake to you um, until you know somebody who actually has had it. Like for some people, they have to know somebody like they have to have that personal relationship for it to be real. I just don't want you to be that somebody that somebody has to know. Black people, Mm. when it comes down to it, we are already at a disadvantage because we tend to live in poorer neighborhoods. We tend to yep. live in food deserts. We tend to live in insecure housing. We tend to have the kind of jobs where you can't work from home no fucking way. We tend to be with employers who don't give a shit about us because our jobs are very expendable. If we die or don't come in, they will just hire somebody else for the same fucking eleven fifty an hour. So Yikes. I want black people to remember that we're more likely to get it for those reasons, but also because... <clears throat> If it gets that bad and you can't breathe on your own and you have to go to the ER, who do you really think they're going to give a ventilator to over you you. or Sandy Q fucking white bitch who lives in the fucking suburbs? Like you can't trust it just because of the way we've been living and you can't trust these people to actually value your life on the same level as a white person's life. So I just want niggas, even though they finna open up y'all states in the next week or two, please, please, please. If you can stay home, please do it. Please do not go bowling. Please do not go to restaurants. Please do not go get your hair done. We don't care that your hair is raggedy. It do not matter. Please do not go get your nails done. It do not matter that your nails are raggedy. It really does not. (laughs) Do you want your nails to be sharp and your acrylics to be so fucking popping in your coffin, bitch? It don't matter. Please. I was just about to say. 
Like, please do you know, not do this. Your nails keep growing when you're dead. All I can do is ask y'all to stay home when possible. A lot of you, when the states open back up, will have to go to work because your employers will force you. And it will either be go to work or join the other millions of people in your state who have filed for unemployment and live in the in-between for weeks or months until your family has money again. And that's not the kind of sacrifice you can make. I get that. And I'm not trying to make that for you because I can't pay y'all's bills. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if you can stay home, and even if you do have to go out, please, if you have to tie a fucking wife beater or a pair of your Meemaw's panties around your face, anything to keep you from breathing in the outside. But if you don't have to go outside, please fucking don't. Because these white people are only too happy to have our black asses die behind this shit. Yep. And that's all I have to say. Niggas, I'm literally begging y'all, please let the Trump supporters go out. Please let them be the ones who die so that this country starts taking it seriously. I said this like two, three weeks ago. They're not going to care until white people start dying. When more white people are dying than us, then it'll be a bigger issue for this country. Maybe. Because they still love their money more than anything else. So just don't let you be the first to go. And that's it. I'm good. Well, for me, I'm going to make three steps. The first one is just the one main thing I've been thinking recently, which is just, um, like I said, I ducked my head into news again yesterday or sometime. And the thing that kind of like gagged me just a little bit was like, I'm still looking for information about this virus, what we're learning about it, how it's affecting us. Cause I know that the numbers are still crazy numbers. Um, but now it just seems like every single thing that I was reading was people arguing about money. And I just think that that is such another huge reflection of, of this country and its values and like money and capital over life, over human life. And um, it's not even like what I saw anyway, wasn't even really just like arguing about how to get money to those who need it most (laughs) oh lord god help us (laughs) it was kind of like yeah we said we had some money for y'all but we ain't got no more and also like i don't understand why we can't be the first ones to be worried about in terms of finances even though they're we're the wealthiest and even if you know my 75 year old daddy were to get coronavirus <laughs> you likely would have a fleet of physicians come to the house and make sure you know it it, it just was it grossed me out to see that we're now that these checks or whatever are allegedly flying out to people and stuff that we're now just arguing about money and shit and folks out in the streets pro it's just i feel like the priorities of this country are fucked up as usual and it's kind of like what difference does it make if you did or right. all of the people that hold your businesses up and really are the reason that it runs in the first place if they are all dead. So Woo, that was weird. Say that shit. But moving on to something that's more along the lines of what you were just talking about, I'm going to pass my read. Hey, man. Pass the read like we used to. And this read comes from K-pop stand, and it, the subject line says "Cap Ass Texas Governor Abbott." Oh Lord! K-pop stand says, 
As you may know, us Texans have been suffering greatly under the incompetent leadership of one Gregory Abbott. Now, I've been staying away from the news and limiting social media due to COVID, but the homie uh, Abbott called this the I'm I'm opening this bitch back up conference. Lord. I watched. Heavy eye roll. So the goal of this meeting was to open Texas and share ways on how this would happen. And in my in my mind, I was like, this nigga really about to do this dumb shit. But I was like, nah, at least one person up there must have some sense. Oh, but I was wrong. Abbott rolled his ass up on that ramp. No, you didn't have to do that. That was... That was fucked up. And let all of the Trump-level bullshit lies come out of his mouth. This man said, and I quote, Texans would die to have Texas back up. Niggas are already out here dying from COVID. And Texas been closed her wallet and her purse. The fuck you mean? Then he issued an executive order for all national parks in Texas to reopen this week. However, that comes with the restriction of groups no longer than no larger than five. And everyone in that hoe has to wear a mask. And that dumb as hell. Then he starts talking about business <laughs> opening. He starts talking about businesses opening and this to-go retail shit starting soon. Boy, we are not dumb. You're doing this because you don't want to come off that unemployment and food stamp money. As soon as the Congress was starting to whisper about giving people $2,000 a month, all of a sudden people trying to open up the states and open state borders. Coincidence? I think the fuck not. <laughs> Lastly, he didn't do this, but I'll read him for the thoughts he had. Texas schools are to remain closed for the rest of the year, but he was very much like, I don't have control over this one section, so I I guess these millions of kids can stay home and not get sick. Fix your tone, my nigga. It's been less than 24 hours and people are already out and about. We're going to be living like this for God knows how long due to the poor leadership of this country. Yes. When will America stop being so ashy? Thank yes. You. God damn. When will America stop being so ashy? That is the fucking question. <laughs> and this next read Woo. comes from a nigga who was simply tired. It says... Um, oh, the subject, whites need freedom. Says I have a read for the white people. <laughs> I told you they want to be slaves. I have a read <laughs> for the white people protesting stay-at-home orders. I was sleeping peacefully and waking up at a smooth two in the afternoon when my mom informed me that people have been protesting stay-at-home orders, and this has now turned into a Republican slash Democrat issue. First, I'd like to say that the point of staying home is to reduce the spread of the virus. Going out in the streets and protesting against Democrats for wanting to stay home only makes matters worse and forces everyone to stay home longer because you bald-headed hillbilly hoes are contributing to this ever-growing pandemic. Second, how in the God-given fuck did you manage to turn turn this into a two-party debate? Guess what, girl? Corona does not give one single fuck what your party affiliation is. Saying Democrats want to stay home is fucking idiotic because you're not the only one affected by the poor leadership executed by the limp dick you call a president maybe if he hadn't dismantled the policies in place to fight against a pandemic like this one you could be chilling instead of marching in the streets with your gun in one hand and a sign saying i need a haircut in the other which leads me to my next read for the police why in the hell is it possible for these hog-like, dirty-knuckled Republicans to march in the streets with guns without being an immediate threat to police and not automatically characterized as rioters? In the midst of a fucking pandemic, when we are supposed to stay at home in order to reduce the number of people who are dying, it's okay for these large gatherings because Jimbo's right to a fucking bowl no, cut is no. infringed upon. <laughs> Black people to the lack of... Black people to the lack of protection for a certain group of Americans to which your job is based on and for what 
And for whatever reason, you are lined up with. Oh, I skipped a whole last line. Oh, shit. Go back. Go back. I swear I have dyslexia. Black people march for royal life threatening issues that affect us, pandemic or not. We march and sing and chant with our arms crossed to bring attention to the lack of protection for a certain group of Americans to which your job is based on. And for whatever reason, you are lined up with pepper spray. Batons, guns, shields, Thor's hammer, and the fucking Infinity Gauntlet because we are posing a threat to your lives. Meanwhile, the cast of Sandlot is running around with their arms at the ready for what? (laughs) For fucking what? Over a fucking haircut? (laughs) Let me tell you something. Google, that's it. That's the word. Because if you get you some scissors and give my girl Google a chance, you and Brayden and Caden and O'Kaden can get your beaver bangs instantly without having to pay for it. <laughs> this nigga is going off. I can't. <laughs> At the Huntington Beach protest, or as Woo. they like to call it, the March for Freedom, I roll. All the police did was tell their citizens in the politest way possible to remember we are under an executive order. My nigga, if a line of black women protesting means Loki and his army need to step up and show out, then Aaron and his 40 thieves should require much more other than a (laughs) gentle reminder (laughs) while you sit back and sigh. Not only are they threatening the chances of the world going back to normalcy sooner, let alone the health of all Americans, but they're doing so with weapons, which tells me that they're looking for a reason to shoot and kill. This is the biggest example of white privilege and how you cannot compare your struggle to mine sincerely a nigga who is simply tired shit! (laughs) thank you guys for your um contributions to the yes (laughs) read this week and don't forget you can send reads to pass the read at gmail.com if you have something that you want to sound the fuck off about oh my god i just have to say it for me I really enjoyed both of those, but when that nigga said the cast of Sandlot, I literally yeah. lost it. I literally, yeah. I had to go outside this fucking room because <laughs> I was finna scream. <laughs> yeah. Thank y'all so much. Expertly written. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for sending those. Like Kim Fury said, if you had a read to pass, send it to pass3 to gmail.com. If you have a question, Send it to ask three to gmail.com. And that wraps up this week's show. Make sure you check out our sponsors, Thread Up, because saving on your closet just got a whole lot easier over there with Thread Up. They're the largest online thrift store with some of your favorite brands. And you can get 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash read. Terms do apply. So check them out at threadup.com slash read for 30% off your first order today. Hallelujah. That's right. Also, don't forget to check out the new comedy series Black AF on Netflix it's a mockumentary style comedy starring Kenny Barris and Rashida Jones from The Office check them out Black AF is streaming now only on Netflix go get a laugh on or two and yep that's about it for quarantine week um, teen. Five, right. I, I was going to say if you had any yeah. news this week, but of course you don't. We don't have shit going on right, until the Rona is I, over, <laughs> y'all. I'm literally just surviving. So, okay. I've just started making uh, Caribbean flags on Animal Crossing. Oh, yes, I, I saw that. Find I saw that. A code for my flag. And so this is my new hobby. <laughs> I don't know how we could have a Caribbean, I mean, an Animal Crossing carnival, but. 
I put a code. My creator code is on Twitter. Oh, good. And I think on Instagram. So I'm going to try and add some more Caribbean flags and stuff there if you want to have your islands represented on your resident services for those of you who are gay. Yeah. Yeah, uploading custom stuff is not particularly hard, but if you don't want to be bothered and you want your country's flag, then just go look up his creator code and download it. Could not be easier. Yeah. And yeah, enjoy Animal Crossing. Do the very best you can to take care of yourself. All we really want you to do is survive to the next day. Amen. 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 And that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. We'll see y'all next week. Be safe, guys. Bye.